0: offers, and contests. bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, peeps, we're here. We did it. <laughs> this is an interesting one. This is a fun, this. All right. How about this? It was fun, right? It was kind of fun. It yeah, it was, was probably the most
1: fun game of the year.
0: It was fun. It was frustrating. There's a lot to feel good about. There's a lot to rip your hair out about and get super angry. Uh, but at the end of the day, a win is a win is a win. Um, and so we'll focus on that. We'll start with that. Uh, it was Celtics won it. OT 145, ton of buckets. If you like defense, <laughs> this wasn't, wasn't the game for game. you. Yeah.
2: This was so not your game. This wasn't yeah. a season for you.
0: No. So, uh, Sherrod Blakely, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning. We also have uh, Joe Sway Pavoni's He's at the Garden right now um, doing some stuff for us over at CLNS Media, and he's going to join us shortly. So, guys, let's just get some opening thoughts here, and then we'll let Joe Sway in, and we'll 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 chop it all up.
1: So, you want my key moment? I I texted you guys about no. this, and I no.
0: I- I want rods. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want yours. I, I want couldn't yours. believe
1: this ended up working, but I'm actually going to give big credit to Brad Stevens, who challenged that Kemba Walker foul. I thought it wasn't anywhere close to not being a foul. I, I don't even know why you challenged it. And I texted you guys. I was like, was that just a like, back up your guy challenge?
3: Oh, and right man. after that
1: point, They exploded and there was so much frustration with the officials through that first half. It's all the stuff we've talked about with them getting distracted by calls, getting in their own heads about that kind of stuff. Tatum got teed up. Kemba got teed up. And then... Brad, you know, showing them some support there, and he did it later to Grant when he was boxing a guy out, and you saw Danny Ainge and Mike Zarin freaking out along the sidelines. I can't believe it, but the officiating thing seemed to rally the troops tonight, and they just exploded with energy the rest of the night from that point on. Go ahead, Sherrod.
2: I'm not going to give the officials that kind of credit. I think what more than anything else, Bobby, I I think they finally played a game where they felt emotionally engaged, where they actually got their asses kicked and they actually responded by saying, we don't want to get our asses kicked tonight. We're actually going to fight back. We're actually going to put up a resistance to just getting run over. I thought to me when Grant Williams made that, that, he contested the shot, made the diving save, led to a basket at the other end of the floor. I thought Marcus Smart did a lot of Marcus Smart things out there tonight, including that that huge-ass elbow he took from Cat went down. At first, I thought he was really selling it, but when you saw it in slow-mo, he really got clocked on that player at his neck. Yeah. They did,
1: they did so it. many. <clears throat> he sold it. What are you going to do? I t- I took it like a champ. I, I don't blame him. Take, I don't blame him. Take it. <laughs> What, yeah, you know, but 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 the, the point is, they actually
2: showed some fight when they were getting their asses kicked, as opposed to just rolling over and playing dead. Uh, and th- that was great to see. But again, this game was kind of like their season, really. There's some things that you definitely liked, but there's a lot of stuff that makes you want to cringe. Well- yeah, and again, yeah. among those things is again, I this actually,
0: you know, if you guys noticed on my thread, I kept the complaining to a to a minimum because um, I actually Thank thought you. they were gonna, I thought they were gonna win the whole time. Uh, it felt like one of those games that it was they'll flip the switch eventually. Even after
1: the Russell thing at the end, not, I'm not talking all the way
0: in the fourth quarter. I'm talking third quarter and blah, 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 and they make their. I was like the Celtics. I almost texted you double digit win coming. Like I felt it. Like I didn't feel. That this game was going to go badly, and then with two fifty-one left, and an eleven-point lead, they friggin' <laughs> they allowed them to come back and he tie stopped. it, which was unreal. No, I didn't. I wasn't sweating this one. This felt like a step on the gas game. When they wanted, they were going to get it. Um, but you hate seeing them get outworked the way they did so badly in the first half, and they did. Uh, but you also love to see. You know them turn it up, and then you hate to see them blow the lead. So it's again these swings that you're going on all night. I think a lot of people are probably leaving this game not sure whether they feel good or bad about it.
2: Right. Yeah. But this was, was- this is so typical of the Timberwolves, though. I mean, they they score a ton of points. They find a way to choke it away in the end, and then they catch that fat L. Uh, this this was very much their kind of game, and the Celtics fortunately were able to come away with a win, which is what most teams have done all season long against the Timber Pops.
4: Yeah.
3: And, and um, you know, I think I think you got to give credit to Marcus Smart. So, Marcus, if you're watching, you know, good good job out there. He
2: uh, always
0: watches the, Jimmy in that
3: first half uh, when it yes. looked like you know some of the some of the guys on the team were sort of sleepwalking a bit and just not engaged the way. Unfortunately, the way the way we've seen you know many times this season, they just didn't look engaged. And Marcus Smart credit to him, and I think Tristan Thompson too, two guys that were like, nah, like yep. we're not we're not going down this way tonight. You know, you know, at least not. If I can help it, I'm not going to, you know, let that yeah. happen. And then in the second half, Tatum really came alive. What do you have? 35 points in the second half, including overtime. Yeah. So, I mean, one of those, one of those games for Tatum where he looked like one of those elite scorers in, and yeah. in stretches. I mean, there are, the, there were the, you know, the, you know, do we really like that last shot in the, in regulation? Probably not, but it's almost like we're at pierce status now, or, you know, back in the day where they would just give the ball to pierce and, whatever would happen would happen and you'd go from there i mean it's not very creative i know
0: you always like it it going to the basket better than that fall away pierce did pierce did it his whole life at the end of the day if you if you look at tatum's percentages isolation step back jumpers you know contested he's probably
1: shooting well 30%. we looked at the clutch stats too and he's about as good as anyone the in clutch that. are good but the
0: late yeah. but he, that particular shot that he took there is about a 30 percenter for him you know 30 35 percenter it's it's not the number one shot in his arsenal but it seems to be what we always rely on late in that game i don't love it i always want to see stuff come into the basket or see if you can work somebody coming off a screen or something and actually well, run a, i don't want run to make get play. picked off
1: in the passing lane either which He was doing all night (laughs) that was happening too. But, uh,
0: the, uh, I do want to quickly before we get into it and before we welcome Josue and we got to tell everybody again about our sponsor, uh, locker room. And again, uh, this has been pretty amazing so far, uh, this season. Uh, we've done this for two games right now. Massive amount of people and you guys leaving the post game, coming over and joining us in this room, which is great. Tell everybody a little bit about Locker Room. It's an audio-only app. It's free to download. Yes, we know it's not available on Android, but I swear that's coming. Um, it's an iOS situation, so you get it on your iOS store, um, and it's free, downloaded. It takes two seconds. Man. Set up a profile. And what we're going to do and what we've been doing is – after we chop it up with you guys here, we take it over to the after party. Um, we're going to go over yep. a couple of people at a time and welcome you in to chat with us. That's what that's what this whole thing is about. It's an opportunity for you guys, and you're very active in the chats, but we want to hear from you, too. We've heard from a lot of regulars. We want to hear from more of you. Come in. Talk about the game. Tell us that our takes are shit. Anything you want to talk about, we're here for you. Um so absolutely bring it. We're super interested talking about this game or any really Celtics-related matters. We will be there uh, as we wrap up this show and kind of head over into the uh, post-game show OT. Um, so you guys mentioned Smart. You're right. Um, and we were texting One this One more too. thing Sm-
3: about Locker Room. One more thing oh, yeah. about Locker Room. This is our sponsor. So freaking support us and help us out here. All right? Yeah. That's it.
0: You support us. We bring you more content and for free. And we can free, do more of this
3: stuff, yeah. And exactly. that's
0: what we want to do. This is an actual sponsor. We're not, and that is a fair point, Jimmy. It's not just, um, it's not just something we do after the games. We're it's a sponsor, um, yeah. and they're with us for the next three months at least. And this is one of the reasons we're doing yeah. what we're doing. This but is we how Bobby
3: do- eats. We want, yeah. we want to feed Bobby. So you know, <laughs> some good that salmon.
1: <laughs> So turkey salmon. burgers, turkey yeah. burgers, yeah,
3: turkey burgers,
1: salmon yeah. turkey burgers, and uh, some chicken breast. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you go. Um, so you guys mentioned smart. You're right. Like this, this did feel like a game where smart was like, um, "We're not losing this game," and he was the he he. You could tell. Oh, it, he was so good. He ra- he ramped it up. This was such an A plus plus, Marcus Smart type of game where he was just in everybody's face. He was all over the court. Obviously he made, he made shots as well. I mean, he was efficient. So obviously one of the, one of those games where you're not looking at the stat line and saying, despite the fact that he shot poorly, he did everything he was, but it was the intensity when everyone else was kind of going through the motions, when they were clearly getting outworked, when they were down double digits and couldn't cut into the lead. Marcus is like, F it. You know, right, this right. was this was a get on my back sort of effort. And Tristan too, I thought was one who was out there. It did feel like Rob was coasting at times, and Tristan gave him energy. But Marcus, Stunning. Marcus brought all of it.
2: But you know what, though, Stun- John, Tristan fellas, after I, what he said. I, I, I can't, I can't co-sign on all this happy, happy, joy, joy, love we got here. This was the worst team in the (laughs) NBA. That's not (laughs) fair though, Sherrod. That you, that, wait, hold on a second. This is the worst team in the NBA where your best player had to score 50 plus points. Your best defender played probably one of his best games. The guy that, you know, we've been wanting to see make an impact. Tristan Thompson did that and you went to overtime at home. Come on! So we know this. This was, this was not a good win. Th- that's, not whole, a, that's not I the whole. That's the whole story. But though. we're
0: trying to, we're trying, trying to put a positive spin on this.
1: They won the game.
0: They so won the game.
1: Minnesota is thirteen and forty. But this is only their seventh game with Towns and Russell all year. So I mean, They're a lot better than that when they're fully healthy. And they've been battered like no one else this year with COVID and other stuff. What they're what scoring like 118 stuff. points for 100 with those guys on the floor this year. Uh, so they're the real deal, at least on offense. They're about as good as anyone on that. No, they're not. Floor. No, they're not. Yes, they're they, like, are. they just no, put up 137 on Jimmy's below. Bobby, they're like
0: 24th in the league in points per yeah, game. Yeah, because their guys have been out all year.
1: Everyone's been out all year. Come on, man. Not like Minnesota. I mean, Russell's missed 30 games. Minnesota's Townsend's got some like talent. 20.
3: They've got some talent, for sure. Yeah, they're I mean, they are, not a they last-place
1: team, for sure.
3: Listen, they, they, they are what they are. I mean, they, they are, are a last-place team, yeah but, yeah, but they and, are. And, you know, they, they can score, but they don't play defense. They make a lot of boneheaded mistakes. That D'Angelo Russell three-pointer when they were down one was Minnesota in a nutshell right there. I mean, you had the ball with a chance to to go up on the Celtics late in the you – know, I think they had the last shot potential there and they rushed a three pointer and they missed it. It still went to overtime because D'Angelo hit the shot, you know, off the backboard. wild one there. But, you know, aside from that, I think that, you no, know, what's going on here? The, okay. Uh, so sneaky uh, just way. <laughs> okay. Um, what I was going to say was Sherrod makes a good point. This is a crappy, this is overall crappy team. And, you know, Bobby, paint it to that they're much better than it's fine it's a fact the facts, come on the facts are, it is a fact and i'll give you that but the fact is also this the celtics are much better or should be much better than the timberwolves regardless of what their record is and, and they went down what 17 So we're giving them for for clawing back and actually winning this game but the fact that they went down the way that they did is what this team's been kind of resonate you know this is what you've been seeing from this team all year this Celtics team and that's the problem so we're giving them credit for for snapping out of it so good on them for doing that but the fact that they had to do that and like Sherrod said drop 50 plus from Tatum just to win this game is is tough I really want to see how they come out uh on this west coast trip because we've seen them beat up on bad teams
0: look this is bad in the sense that you want to be able – look, you had two games in a row where you drilled the bad teams, okay? Then you then you absolutely ate, you know, ate doo-doo against Philly, and that was really demoralizing. You had a gutted out win against the Knicks team that that could have easily gone the other way. And then you have this, which was a really crap performance for an entire half and maybe longer, but at the end of the day – You got to win these games every once in a while, too, when you're not. The problem is, is you don't want to excuse too many of these no effort games. They just they have too many of them. So you don't want to reward them. You see a first half like they had and you're like, come on, guys. So, yes, it's not a happy, happy, joy, joy. Everything is awesome. Puppy dogs and sunshine sort of win. But. It is what it is at this point. If if you
1: start to break this game down, though, and look at the individual efforts, you look at how much of the team's intact now since Thompson returned, and I know you're going to laugh at that one, but, I mean, you're looking at two really complete performances now from him, looking like he should probably be the starting center on this team, which I said coming into this game. Maybe that first half goes differently if Brad makes that move because Rob – Another game where he was fouling often. Again, not in great position. Yeah. What?
0: It, I mean, he, he's fine, Bobby, but
1: he's 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 good in this role here.
0: It's again. It's. It I think
1: the tw- second unit is really like where he's going to thrive. Who, Rob or Tristan? Yeah. Rob had a great run with that second unit. Again, the problem,
0: this is the same issue. And we kind of go over it with, with, uh, you know, Brad made the case. Rob's not going to get involved much in the office with the first team. And the question is why? The question is why don't they look for him in more opportunities and things that he does well, instead of just saying, well, we're not going to pass to him, so he's not going to score. It's not about
1: the offense, though. It's his defense. The defense is the issue.
0: The defense, again, Compared to Thompson, I don't know that you're seeing massive differences in what Rob did versus what Tristan did tonight. Again, we're gushing over a guy that went two for four from the field, had seven points in like I know, but rebounds. that's a,
1: he's never been a stats guy.
0: I, what I'm saying is he's kind of a there guy. Like he's not making massive impacts. The point for Rob is he, he does so many plus things that it negates any of the negative things because his pluses are so much more. Problem the last couple of games right. from Rob, you're not getting the plus performance. He's kind of just there. So – because we're not seeing him you know play above the rim catch the lobs you know get the ball in his hands and be able to make make plays and facilitate he's trying to there was one moment in the game where Jalen had the ball and Rob's up top and Rob's like give me the freaking ball move it you know and he did and then he set a screen and it resulted in a three so it it is the ball stagnating and it's not kind of working they're not working it well with rob in that first unit offense, yeah. yeah
3: they were looking for him like a week ago and the last couple of games well, since philly when they weren't able to look for him the last couple of games i don't think they're looking to him the same way or trying to get him involved in the same way i mean i do think again like this goes back to rob has a couple of bad games and the magnifying glasses on him when you know other other players in that starting lineup have bad weeks or months no but and- it's not
1: about benching him to demote him it's about putting him in the best position to succeed and that's yeah, what they ultimately did I thought in the second half. But he half.
3: has but he has proven to be able to succeed playing yeah, with the starter. They're, start they're because,
0: 7 and 2 with him as a starter. So like we've got to kind of start to I look know at I'm, it. I'm
1: just talking about this game <laughs> you know, where you have towns on the other side and it, it's an it, issue. It's
3: great that Tristan's contributing in a positive way. That's great. I mean Yeah, you needed I'm, a guy I'm who wasn't Cornette, right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad to see it. I mean the guy, you know, who knows what he was going to look like after all that time off. He's come back and he looks like he's a player that's you know going to going to contribute which goes opposite of what he said after was it the last game where he's like the regular season means nothing i mean bobby well, that's you wanted to hit, you wanted to hit on this yeah. so you have the floor
1: well i mean that's not what he played like tonight you know, I, i've seen i know
3: that, that's the thing though it's the, the funny thing is he played like the regular season actually did matter you know like well, the way that things came back it does so it was kind of crazy to hear him say like you know you know it's when well you know what it is man. he
1: got sent to the bench so it's a different kind of intensity when you get sent down there <laughs> right
3: well, he's and gonna work reason, his
1: way back
2: he i mean the the, the bottom line with, with tristan is that when he gets on the floor he has to make an impact that was really the issue that they had with him in that starting unit they needed him to defend and rebound at a high level with the other guys on the floor and he wasn't doing that with any kind of consistency rob gives you a x factor in that starting lineup that teams now have to start game planning for it's going to open up things for those other guys and i think defensively i think they're a better team when rob is out there to be honest with you he's going to make silly fouls, he's going to make mistakes i get that but I like the fact that Rob has that X factor in him where he can do some things that no one else, including Tristan Thompson, can do. And the other factor in all of this is, remember, Tristan has had a long-ass layoff. Do you really want to throw him back out there to, to Cat right off the jump? Do you really want to throw him right out there to the Wolves, guys like Joel Embiid? You want to ease his way back into it. Get him on the floor where he's getting some confidence because you're going to need Tristan Thompson in the playoffs. I'm convinced of that. He's going to have to have a couple of really big monster games for you. He yeah. needs to be more confident in his game, and I think the only way that can happen is you got to put him in situations where he can build that up. That's what, we, that's what they did with Rob. That's why he was coming off the bench, so he yeah. could build up that confidence now he's a starter.
1: If only everybody could play opposing second units, <laughs> everybody's stats would well, be looking amazing. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah, if you're sec-
2: not if you belong in that second unit, your stats are going to suck. We've, we've yeah. seen that before. We've seen guys who are legit second unit guys against legit second unit guys. And guess what? They kind of sucked.
1: For sure. And that was kind of the story of the first half is Minnesota's bench just took it to Boston's uh, in a big way, whether it was yeah. Russell or Hernan Gomez or some of those, I think it was like 26, 12, a half in bench points. And they just couldn't get anything going when those bench guys came on the floor. And you saw the depth of this team come in the question again. So that, that goes back to that notion that who starts really doesn't matter. Because right. for once, Brad did switch it up after halftime. He didn't stick with the usual rotations. Thompson kind of took on that front roll. Rob went to the bench, got it popping with uh, Peyton Pritchard, which is still such a great uh, underrated duo that I, I like them to be able to push a little bit when they get the opportunity there. So some of those adjustments, I thought this was a pretty strong Brad game. You know, he actually moved and did some things in that second half when the first half was absolutely abysmal. I mean, would they give up 66 points? So, you know, from your standpoint, Sherrod, you look at that and you just say, this defense hasn't improved all that much. If you're giving up 66 points in a first half, Chil right. Sway, what's hey. up,
4: what's up, fellas? Chil Sway has joined
1: it. the building.
4: Yeah, yeah. no, just I like, like I like a lot. I like a lot of what Bobby just said, but you know what else? I like I, I liked how Brad was like, no, you starters are gonna figure this out. Like he started that second quarter was like, listen. That I'm was a good move, you, too. This is this Minnesota Timberwolves yeah. we're talking about, all right? Timberpups, I know. Get it together, yeah. You said it perfectly, Sherrod, a couple of nights ago. The the, the Minnesota Timberpups, like, get it together. It's halftime now. Let's see if y'all can come out. And then Tatum went off in that third quarter.
3: Yeah, maybe maybe Brad did. Josue, by the way, you look like you're coming from like a like an underground layer. Like you look evil. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but uh, I think yeah, it's a good point, Josue. I mean, it almost felt like listen. You know, you guys go out there and fix this, you know, Brad, maybe Brad challenged them a little bit to, you know, go out there and play, you know, they don't, they don't like to, they don't want to hear what they, what they're hearing in the media or wherever else, then prove everybody wrong. Go out there and, and write this, exactly. write this game that you guys have created this mess on. Everything was, always goes suit. back to
2: one thing. Win games, play better. You do those two things with any kind of consistency. You're not going to have any issues. Never. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so
0: I think the turning, by the way, we, I mean, so I'm a, I'm amazed that uh, commenters haven't killed us for not talking about him yet. But obviously, Jaylen? it's it's hard to not talk about uh, Jalen Brown. I'm just kidding. It's hard to not. T- <laughs> Everyone <laughs> always gets mad when we don't talk about. Jaylen. It's hard. It's hard to not talk about Tatum. Obviously, because as you said, you know, uh, it was a game. I'm going to say the. T- I'm going to give. I'm going to give my Tommy point – I mean, my turning point tonight to Kendrick Perkins for calling out Tatum and all of those guys who said mm. that he's got to step up and act like a man. He stepped up and acted like a man tonight, okay? Whatever it is, whether you believe – look, they told us outright. They listened to this stuff. Okay, good. That's not bad. If that motivates Marcus Smart to play well because he wants exactly. to shove, shove it in people's face or Jason Tatum to come out here and, and drop 53 – you're welcome. What no, we no- huh? right. Right. <laughs> It's exactly Seriously. what
4: subject. So, was matter- talking about yeah. Yeah, our, our new, our newest episode. Max is like, well, well, how did, how did you feel? You know, he mentioned the garden report. You know, and you know, to, to hear Marcus Smart say that, I'm like, I felt great. I'm like, listen, now you have to prove it because Marcus Smart is that kind of guy, right? If he's gonna say something, put himself out there, he's gonna make sure he backs it up. So I'm like, yeah. he's locked in. I know at this point, moving forward that. I don't have to worry about Marcus Smart, but let's see what everyone else is going to do. And then it was Jason Tatum's turn. And even even Jalen said it a night ago. And then he's even like, Jaylen you know, said it, and yeah. he's
0: backing up Marcus, which means he's hearing what, what what's being said about him and you're great. Hey, fine. I the, the the prove me wrong. You you're talking about whatever it takes to motivate him, great. If that's I what it, it is, it, take it. Is it should time- be
3: what it takes though. I you mean those guys should be able to they should be motivated for each other. They should be motivated for themselves. Like it shouldn't matter what the media saying. And that's true, but Jimmy, they never, it to me. they've never they've
4: never seen like, this side of Boston, though, right? They've never seen it, though. That's why right. that's why I think that's, it's that's so funny. a great kid. point. It's the so kids, funny to The kids, kids. everyone right. been so positive, well, you know. They've right? only seen they've only seen pom poms, Jimmy, and they've yeah. never well, seen see this side of Boston. We, we've know, found so seen, many. We've seen this side of Boston since they were like what freaking fifth graders or whatever. Like we've seen this city. Oh, I've seen the city much longer than that. Right. I'm like you know, compared to those, compared to Tatum and Jalen Brown, right? They were kids. like.
3: They yeah. they're, no, they're adapting to it. We were we were born in it. Isn't that what Bane Bane yeah, says? Like I was yeah. born in this darkness. You, you,
0: you only adopted the darkness. I was born into it, yeah, exactly. that's like, you That's great This is bad. think on.
3: this is
0: bad. That's <laughs> great. Yeah. Remember, this is remember, nothing. That's the funny part. Every, remember, whenever yeah. people are like oh Boston's tough. I'm like they have taken it so oh, and man. So there's no reason I, to dog these guys. They have not deserved criticism really because they've been so phenomenal right. especially right. at a young age but especially you're right those two right Ex- those well, that's, two but, but the that's expectation level it. goes up the older yeah. you get and and that's automatic so that this is you're right guys it's the first squeeze that they're <laughs> yeah. getting here you know yeah.
2: well, it? Well. well for, for them the, the one thing that i think they haven't really I mean, understood it. is that the floor that they have created is so much higher than it is for guys at such a young age because they've been so deep into the playoffs. They've had so much success that they don't really know what it's like to go through tough times, to lose games consistently that you (laughs) should win, to have the kind of (laughs) adversity that 29 other teams have been dealing with forever and a day. Exactly. And so for them, all of this is like foreign territory. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why, why, Why are we being criticized? Because you're a 500 team that people thought would be contending for a title. That's why. Yeah. But I'm still again. I need to see them to, in order to feel good about this this recent run of success. You got to start knocking off some of the big dogs. You got to start kicking ass to the teams that you're not supposed to beating Minnesota, whether it's by one point or 21 points. It, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You got the win, and I get that. But what are you going to do against the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets and the Lakers and the teams that are in a better position to make a deep playoff run than you are? Are you going to be able to knock some of those teams off? That's when.
1: I can't you're gonna start wait here. for the Denver one. I That's going to be an you, awesome game. You're going to see Ooh. Smart against Gordon. I, that can be a big conversation on here and many other places because the Nuggets, they're undefeated, right? Since training oh. for Gordon. I think they're 7 and 0. We're going to have to so, revisit
4: that conversation, huh? I
1: know. Gordon
3: and, and, and the Joker are, are like a. Uh, Don't friend. sleep
2: on Michael Porter Jr., man. Don't sleep on him because oh, okay. he could win the West. He's like, giving I, everyone the
4: business.
1: He was yeah, doing this as the bubble, man. Mm. I thought that team would, they have been completely rejuvenated by that move. And that There's shows the power of a deadline that. deal. Give that man the MVP. Give him it.
2: Oh, Jokic, okay. she's got that. Hope so. He's got, he's got it. He's got it.
4: You know, you guys talk about Bane, yeah, yeah. the joker. That's another villain right there. I mean, he's a, yeah, he's got he, most, I th-
0: yeah, I think, <laughs> I think he's got it at this point. Um, but yeah we'll get into that game in a little bit now uh other stuff for tonight you know i don't want to get into like the ridiculous odds and ends but like um This could have been a very, very different show. It could have been a different show, but I I do want to, you know, you saw Brad uh, tighten things up rotation-wise. Pritchard only two minutes in the first half. I thought that was interesting, especially with Kemba struggling. He's such a catalyst. It's surprising he doesn't play. And Romeo in the Aaron Neesmith Memorial Doghouse, after only three performances, (laughs) got a five-minute stint, went freaking minus 11, and then he was banished. I don't know if we're ever going to see him again.
1: Who got him with I that like move, it. Russell? John, Russell just hit Russ the brakes.
0: Yeah, and Russell oh, slammed oh, into man. him
1: full speed. <laughs> yeah, oh, you got a lot of in here. Not good. John,
3: when when John saw Romeo in the starting lineup, he was walking around grinning ear to ear. <laughs> on, yeah, <good laughs> hey, I like the move. The road, you guys, at, you guys, it. see that starting five? You guys were wrong. He's gonna have an effect <laughs> yeah. this season. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot
1: he played tonight. I was, I
0: was, I was whistling, walking he was like, down the street. <laughs> he's
3: like ready for the. He's ready for four apology cams, like in a row. Like,
0: I had made ready. somebody frame them the the, the four way apology cam where I'd be the only one not in one.
1: <laughs> wow, you might have to, to a do a five way for Marcus Smart tonight. <laughs> yeah, to, to get
4: to get that this early, Romeo better go off for twenty something, maybe.
3: No. yeah exactly he's gonna have to do a lot he's more. gonna get to You're six right.
1: before when he's <laughs> he got
0: That's to right. six the other night oh you gotta really do something, all right you gotta do something two, crazy. two
2: threes he hit two threes. Double, yeah, digits. I mean, double digits double digits that'll do it john yeah to your,
3: to your point john i mean again like you talk about the bench you know you didn't really get a whole lot the
2: bench yeah offensively
3: from the bench i mean nothing take and, but, a look but, down that list 51
2: there, to man. 19 they outscored you by 32
1: points tonight and it was yeah. back to Grant, well, and but another Grant insane made a few amount plays.
3: of Grant Williams
0: minutes during which he did did absolutely nothing. They are that legit. That's
1: not true. They are legit oh, he, plays He made a few decent plays <laughs> in that. They are legit
4: now. playing four <laughs> on five when he's out there. <laughs> Bobby, had t- I thought Bobby was going to drop the uh, why I have never.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't, seriously. That is don't nuts. speak that how way about Bobby, Grant. There are Bobby.
1: nights where Grant does nothing, but he did at least two or three. Things I want tonight, you to read me his say. box score, okay?
4: He got. He. I, I remember one play. One play where uh he just got. Well, oh, freak. Who was it? The hustle oh, play. He. He made the save. That,
2: that, was, like, one. I, I, that was. I one.
4: meant. I meant. I meant like a bad play. He, he looked really a, bad. I think it was Russell. A, Russell blew right past him, like top of the key. I was like, he geez. did. He did. Yeah. And there's nothing. I'm not gonna blame the three. There's nothing you could do. But that you know? pick and roll defense is so important for this second unit, man. Like he's yeah. gotta. I mean, I, I get it. It's not. It's not the easiest matchup, but like he blew he by did. him with ease. It was too easy. He, he played that. Out there. Yeah. He played
1: that game tying Russell three perfectly too. There was nothing he more did. He, could do he there. did, and he had a couple yeah. of steals. He did make a that couple one of plays. Yeah. But it's oh, an again insa- we're not gonna bash him every night when he does a decent night. I'll give I know, him some but it's here. an
0: insane amount of minutes to, to go 0 for one with two rebounds and like but what do you want, Neesmith? I'm saying he's just so uninvolved. You know, like you're right, he <laughs> has to make a couple of those gritty hustle plays or do something. But you know, for every steal, there's a oh god, Grant was just physically dominated on that play by someone on the other team. You know, he can't go up with people, he's not yeah. quick on his feet. I mean, he's really
4: not that useful <laughs> you know like i don't
0: know I mean, he's playing no, a lot it
4: can be though john that's the thing like if he's able to just lock down the you know the just a pick and roll of defense if you can handle the switch you know that's that changes things dramatically for the celtics on the defensive end like that that, that second unit is going to give up way too many points and unfortunately i mean he's sort of like the one left right out of all the other guys it's like well who do you prefer yeah, who's going to survive
1: i didn't want semi tonight right. Semi was looking bad early right
4: and, and he tried that, and Brad tried that. He pushed them in right away. He, yeah, because bad. he because
2: he saw the same thing that we've seen with Grant. That he's, he's not, he's not giving you much. Not no. giving you much at all. But the, but it's not like they have a ton of options. Exactly. Uh, cause, cause, I mean, he, I like Cornette, you know, he,
4: but oh, can't put yeah, you the do. Form. Yes, you do. You do know.
2: You do know.
0: Rem- <laughs> you do know. Remember when we spent time talking about Cornette as if he was actually? He'll a be thing?
4: back. He'll be no, back. he just gives me okay, here's the thing about Luke Cornet. He just gives me strong preseason vibes. I don't like those vibes. I don't want to I don't want to have those vibes about a Celtics player in April. It's just not right. It's not right.
2: <laughs> you mean a guy that's good enough to make the roster but not quite good enough to play vibes?
4: That, that part, yep. Okay. Not not not. Oh, he's gonna he's, he's gonna a hell of size. a shooter.
2: He's a hell of a shooter. I give him right. that, but but, but every other fine. facet right. of his game just kind of makes me want to cringe a little bit. This is what I'm saying about th- the
1: center position. They're always going to play the matchup game, so it'll be another game where he's the right fit probably.
2: As they should, as they should, because they don't have one big that you can turn to and say, that's our guy, that's our anchor. They're going to have to keep shuffling shuffling a deck at that position. Yep. Uh, I uh,
0: This is obligatory, so I'm going to say, everybody, once again, we're in the middle of the show, um, locker room app, okay? Again, I know I'm drilling it into you guys, but <laughs> – I just wanna remind everybody, if you haven't signed up already, please do. It's been pretty fun and pretty awesome. Uh, We continue-
4: Yeah, it's
0: really fun. (laughs) It's really fun. We continue this conversation, but we hear from you guys. We spend a lot of time, for those who haven't been in the room yet, we spend the majority of it chatting with you, okay? We do do a lot of talking, okay? We're on every night and we're here and we're gonna talk for about an hour before we even go over to locker room. When we get there, we're interested in hearing from you guys. And we're gonna let you kind of dictate Uh, the direction of the conversation. So if you haven't already, go download it at your iOS store. Again, it's not available on Android yet, but we are fairly hopeful that's going to happen soon. Uh, Download it. It's free. Uh, Set up a profile. Share it. Tweet it with your friends. Let everybody know that you're joining and then uh, join the chat request to speak. We will put you up there. I got to almost everybody uh, last game who, who, who requested last post game who requested to speak. If post I didn't 40. get to you last time, I'm going to try to get to you this time. I, I'm keeping tabs. So uh, please jump on there. It's a ton of fun. Uh, guys, let's move on. Any other things we want to talk about for, for tonight's
2: show? You know what, what we haven't said anything really about? Freaking
1: Jason Tatum. I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, I mean, he, the dude <laughs>
1: You don't it's get like- the show, Sherrod. We start at Neesmith and work our way up.
4: Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. Grant, I mean, if we had to. I tried, to. Time, I
1: tried to. I did the Kendrick
0: Perkins
4: thing. We tried, but we moved on. We get, yeah, we get distracted easily. We can now, we can now
3: talk, to- we can talk about We Dave, climbed we the ladder. Grand- <laughs> we yeah, we no. spent
4: like seven minutes on
1: Grant Williams. It's like, oh, it's like, <laughs> oh shiny, shiny object. <laughs> when are we going to get to Jalen Brown? The people
0: are going to get angrier and angrier. I know. <laughs> like I said, we- we're hard Not to keep today. focused here. Okay. Not Nice Let, people,
4: let's Not go, <laughs>
0: Jason Tatum. Everyone gets five, 10 seconds.
1: Go, just kidding. Oh, man, <laughs> you're like, let's go, let's go. Five no, seconds.
3: Ah. no, uh, <laughs> no where do you see Joe
1: Sway? What was the key?
4: <laughs> that third quarter, man, I'm telling you, that, that superstar approach and, and no one's gonna stop me attitude. I mean, it, it resonated throughout the throughout the uh, throughout TD Garden. People felt it, but it was like, is this gonna be enough? I mean, heading into to that fourth quarter, what do you drop? You got 17 in the third. And the Celtics are still losing. I mean, you you got the idea or the sense that okay, Celtics probably going to come back in this one, but it was like Timberwolves are still fighting. You know, they're, they're, they're still in it. So uh, again, that superstar approach getting to the free throw line. He was the only one shooting free throws for the Celtics in that first half. The only but one. But you know why? You
2: know why, Joe Sway? You
4: know why? Because he was going to the
2: freaking rim.
4: Yeah, yeah. He they were asked, one of the few. I, I, like One of the, the few
2: like I think three or three of the first four possessions or four of the first five possessions, they actually made the ball touch the paint. And it yeah. was still a close game at that point. But the fact that they were actually looking to get some type of action going to the rim opens things up as the game progressed. And the player that it opened up things the most for was Tatum. And yeah. that's that's the frustrating thing for me about this team offensively. They have the ability to create more opportunities as the game progresses. If they simply attack teams at the rim, open things up for the perimeter guys as the game progresses, and shoot all the wide open threes you want because you're going to get those as the game progresses if you're attacking the rim. And, it, it, again, that, that that's my never-ending frustration with this team is how they can figure out a way to do something well attacking the rim and then just say to hell with that. We're just going to jack threes.
3: Mm-hmm. doesn't yeah. work doesn't that's work actually,
4: that's what they were doing all season long pretty much or at least it's, yeah. it's
0: felt that way right yeah yeah but tatum went to the tatum spent some time going
4: hard to the Did rim you guys? tonight and i and loved it loved which, it Did which i freaking love one of those uh, hits he he almost fell off the court like the court yeah, yeah when he, t- know, when he took the shot to the nose yeah, yeah I MB, think we need nbc to NBC showed a
1: uh, showed a stat on that that I think it was like 62% of the time he went to the rim last year, and now since March 1st it's up to like 82%. It probably went up again tonight a little bit.
0: Good. So we, we I, I love do. that. And, again, I know we've been around this – we've been talking about this, but, you know, I, this isn't a green team or mentality of the drawing from the positives. They they played like ass. They went down seventeen points. They flipped the script and took an eleven point lead. So th- there was a lot yeah. of good things. I got to knock fifty three, <laughs> and 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 and, you know, and almost all of it coincided with Tatum absolutely freaking going bananas. So um, Definitely. you know that this is what you look. Uh, how many times during the year? I mean, even a couple of games ago, we said they get down against Philly, and you look around and like, who's going to be the alpha? And again, those right. are one of the. That's one of the criticisms that um, that uh, the the TNT crew put on them They they don't have an alpha. Tatum has to be the alpha and we know Jalen is really good and people can debate who they think is the better player and who need it's Tatum's the only guy I mean not the only guy but Tatum's the guy who does this and the, the yeah. guy who did it a lot last year and we just haven't seen it as much but this is what you want you want to say, guys i'm just gonna freak just give me the freaking ball and let's go and that's what he did and you need those we just haven't had it we haven't had enough of them this year
3: yeah absolutely and then you get one and it reminds you okay okay yeah this is we remember this guy from like right before the bubble remember right before the bubble that tear that he was on i mean people were going nuts this guy this guy's a top five player in the nba i mean he's He's only 19 years old and all this stuff and dude long, been 19 long,
2: for like 5 years,
3: damn. Yeah. A lot changes in a year, right? you know, a lot changes in a year and I'm, He's you know, going to turn 21 soon. These guys are these guys are growing up, you know. I mean they we we always we forget how young they are because they have a big role on this team. They're expected to be leaders and it's not easy to to just jump into that role at that age. I mean, you don't ask that for a, a lot of the players in the NBA aren't as good as a guy like Tatum is at his age. So they're not asked, right. they're not looked at the same way and expected the same things from, you know, they've got other guys to sort of fall back on and learn from. Well, now it's like, regardless of whose fault, it is a lot of the veterans in this, on, on these teams have left, you know, Horford, Kyrie, <laughs> Payway, whoever. And now it's, you've got like Tatum and Brown and still Kemba, but you've got Tatum and Brown sort of put into this spotlight and expected to be, you know, the perfect player, you know, on and off the court and, you know, all these things. It's difficult, but for, for you know, team to go out there and put up 53, you know, shout out to him because it all came in the second half when they were clawing away at that comeback and, and in overtime. They didn't, you know, they could have who knows what could happen in that overtime, but they kept that foot on the gas there and and you know, closed it out, which they haven't been able to do so many times this year in the fourth quarter. And they haven't even had that many overtime games this year, but in the fourth quarter, especially to see them, even though they gave up that, that lead late, you know, they were able to like pull
1: it off in overtime true yeah and not, true. not a night not a night where his passing shine but there were a few plays where great vision from the wing skip pass to the corners i think he hit uh for one early and then hit uh smart for one later down the stretch and those were probably yeah. to, only to assist all night but they were great looks turnovers though still the issue it's hard to get it's hard to get on him over the
0: turnovers on a 53 point game right. but before he lit it up there was way too much of that sloppy stuff and it's just him just getting caught with no options you know uh, and, and jalen does it a ton too which is I'm you know it's it's kind of the hero ball mentality and then realizing oh I don't have what I want here and you're just looking around last second to pass it's yeah you know it's there's too much of that Jalen had five turnovers two Tatum uh, all of the starters I think Kemba had four they were really really sloppy and loose with the ball but they tightened it up some I mean I think it was 18 turnovers after three and they finished the game with only 20 so two more for the entire fourth quarter and overtime so they definitely tightened things up, but it was freaking grisly, um, you know, those first three quarters. Uh, and again, that's that's another high turnover game for them. I what was it? They did they weren't
4: 20. They had another one, yeah, it's, another 20. Yeah, I mean, when they had a dozen at halftime, I'm like,
1: whoa, they're gonna hit 20, you know, <laughs> at, another, a dozen
0: at halftime, 18 after three, you know, but then that's it another was thing that
1: there. that's yeah. another thing that started on opening night and just kept running throughout this year. And they were so good at it last year, they're like a top 10 team, I think. And, Keeping turnovers down, and now they just throw them all over the place. And there's a couple different reasons for that, but it 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 definitely undermines uh, your offense. I think think trust
0: is one of those because they're not they're they're basically when you're on the court and you'll only pass to two other guys, it limits your options.
4: Right, exactly. But you know what? What Brad Stevens' teams used to do, and I used to love about those teams, even though they were just like a little bit over 500, but they just fought hard and played great defense those games where they would compile 27, 28, 29 assists, you know, shooting close to or over 50%, like, that used to be enough. Or at least you could see that as, like, somewhat of a trend. We haven't seen that a lot this year. But when we see it, it's beautiful. I mean, tonight, 32 assists, I mean, like, that's something that is an indication of people really sharing the ball, right? When you're flirting with those kind of numbers in the assist category as a team, like, that's something I think that is a testament to, to Brad Stevens, is those, those teams of the past, right, is to play a whole lot of defense and really trust each other on the offense. And I, th- I just think Brad's been trying so hard to get his this team to, to have that same sort of gene moving forward, that same sort of trait.
2: Defense is a, is a big problem for this team. And, and we've, we've talked about it ad nauseum this year. Um, And we're going to keep talking about it as we continue out the season into the playoffs because they just have not shown the ability to galvanize themselves and put together a series of good defensive games. Uh, Most of the wins, it feels as though they're not necessarily uh, locking teams down, but they're just finding ways to outscore them. And nice. that's only going to take you so far. You, you're not going to go deep into the playoffs if you're relying on outscoring teams. The only team that you can look at now that has that kind of as part of their DNA is the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn, but guess yeah. what? Their defense has actually improved significantly from where it was at the start of the season. So even they figured out that as potent as they are offensively,
3: you got to get you,
4: things done. At
1: the what, what do you think division. it is, Sherrod? Because they have, they have the guys. Too, right?
4: Three Hall of Famers over there in Brooklyn. Even for those guys, like they have to play defense.
1: They, they have the personnel, Sherrod. You look at that starting lineup. I mean, Walker's the weak link, obviously, but he's in the right position. Then you have Rob, Tatum, Smart, Brown, and then other defenders coming off the bench. Like the, all, Everything they ha- need for the good defense is here.
2: We're back up, back up, back up. Who, who are these defenders you speak of coming off the bench? Mm. Yeah,
1: Shemmy's known as a defender. I mean Romeo. Tristan. Yeah. yeah, like again, it's not offense with those guys. You look at them except for Pritchard and say defense is their thing, even if it's not great defense. It's but see that decent. and that's but
2: but that's the problem. Defense may be their thing even if it's not great. That's a problem. When mm-hmm. you when you when you factor that in with the fact that these guys are young. So you you don't have the experience, and you have to a certain degree not quite that elite second unit defense that you're accustomed to having. And if your starters are having a little bit of slippage, now all of a sudden, you're not a very good team defensively. You're struggling to beat teams night in, night out, teams that you should handle. be. If Jason Tatum goes off for 53 points, you should win that game by double digits in (laughs) regulation. I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care if, I don't care whether it's the Lakers. I don't care whether you should win that game by double digits because him having a night that special, if you play solid defense, not exceptional, not great, but solid defense for four quarters, you're but, gonna I mean, win that game by 10 points. Sherrod, it's not just Tatum. 54% from the floor,
0: 45% no. from right. three, 94, that's what I mean. like, 94 percent enough. from the line on thirty-four <laughs> free throw attempts. Think of what those
1: splits are for the second half. Oh my god. You Lord.
0: should you should be winning that game by 25 30 points with those types right. of offensive numbers, you know. So you're right that this was well, a defense, kind of, defense optional sort of game. I
4: just feel like that's the kind of season it's been as well, though, right? Like some of these teams, like the offense has just been ridiculous. Like teams scoring at, a, at an insane rate or a rate that oh, we yeah. haven't seen. And, and, Teams like the Celtics, where if you're in the bottom tier of those defensive statistical categories, like, you're putting yourself in a terrible position to win night in and night out. Like, like yeah. what, what Sherrod said, like, Celtics are finding ways. It's like, okay, tonight, look, guys, we really need this. Tatum, we're going to need you to have a career night. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to be in a situation where you have to find out, discover
1: new ways to come back, like we've been seeing from the Celtics. A lot of these come from we, behind wins. We've said this a few times this year, but as much as they miss Hayward's offense, the defense was a major loss. Uh, he was a central physical, that was an yeah, yeah. Long guy in that defense from last year. And then Tice, of course, too, which I, I know John doesn't well, want to hear, but he he was a good defender <laughs> in the system.
0: No, no, no. But what, what what you have is that one of the problems you talk about when you've got the right people to play the defense, not necessarily the kind of switchable defense that Brad wants, because yeah. um You know, with Tice out there, you could do things a little bit differently. But when you've got Rob out there and you've got Kemba out there, it's not quite the type of uh, defense. Even Thompson, yeah. Brad, and with Thompson out there too, and when they were running double big, that's not how this defense works. So um, those are problems, I think, for sure. Um, And and that's why it's, you know, the type of defense that they play, I don't know that the personnel necessarily suits it.
2: Yeah, it doesn't. So. It doesn't because they don't have the, the elite level of switchability that they've had in the that's, past. That's the problem. That's and, the problem and, yeah. and, and it's not that they have bad defenders. I don't think the guys they have are bad. They're just not as good as the ones they've had before. Right. And mm-hmm. it, it magnifies itself the further along we get in the season because we're hoping that guys will just naturally get better. And I think in some respects they are, but they're not making the kind of growth that this team needs them to make in order to be in that top four conversation in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, uh, we did
0: talk about uh, Marcus Smart being a beast tonight. Um, here's we, and we talked about also that will to win. And again, it was it was uh, it was something we saw uh, both on the court and even when he went to the bench. Uh, people are hitting shots. He's losing his mind. He was up. Uh, here's Marcus here talking about uh, just his performance and 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 his kind of mindset when the team was down.
3: Thanks, Brandon. Hi, Marcus. Uh, it, it's just talking about quickly
2: that you said you needed to uh, follow up after the Knicks game. Uh, in the third quarter, it seemed to me that you were the one to get the guys going. You were making uh, chemistry plays. You made a couple of shots. What did you? What was your mental focus come in the third quarter?
4: About to let my team lose.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. We'll wrap it up right.
0: <laughs> that's it. Simple so as can be. <laughs> Not to let my team lose. We'll wrap it up right there. Ball game. But that's it. Simple right. as can be.
4: He they, didn't, a clearly they didn't let Bob
3: sp- give, the, give the follow-up. <laughs> yeah,
4: we, we, we got to go. Rosh Ron's like, really? Really? <laughs> yeah. We yeah. got a lot more we got a lot more Bob
0: than we got Marcus in that sound bite. but again uh pretty clean, uh you know, pretty clear what the motivation was. Like, a little a I
4: thought the clip's going I thought you'd to go hard. they gonna have
0: to what a, what a clap back. That, that week, was perfect. Uh, that was perfect. Yeah, that's it. it. Is, that is was, perfect. <laughs> not to let my to not let me That's my team what we lose. all saw. That's and
3: it. that's what we all saw in that first crap. Exactly. He's like Hell no, I am not letting us go down this way. I mean, listen, he obviously needed his guys. He, Marcus Smart couldn't do it himself, but he willed them back to life in that second half. Maybe, maybe you know, we're giving Brad Stevens credit for whatever he did at halftime, but maybe Marcus Smart led into them at halftime too because the way he was playing, certainly he had every, he had every right to. And, uh, you know, whatever happened, uh, you know, stuck in that second half. So, again, I said at the beginning of the show, but, you know, all credit to Marcus Smart for for doing Marcus Smart things. I mean, that that's the Marcus Smart. That's why that's why people have, you know, put Marcus Smart up on the pedal t- pedestal that he's on for performances like, like tonight, you know, yeah. when he's given those, you know, extra effort plays and the, um, you know, tenacity he's got out there, the, uh, you know, the excitement. You just don't see that with a lot of <laughs> these other guys on the team. And that's why so many fans are drawn to Marcus Smart because he kind of embodies what, you know, Boston athlete. You know, Boston fans want to see out
2: of their athletes. Well, I mean, beyond that, Jimmy, though, the the way Marcus plays, when you start looking at teams that actually make deep playoff runs and win championships, are in that conversation. You have a Marcus Smart on your roster. You've right. got a guy that does a lot of that gritty, grimy, in your face, get you know, get dirt under the nails kind of work that doesn't always get appreciated because it's not the sexiest part of the game. It's not the it's not necessarily the highlight-worthy parts of the game. But when you start breaking down why this team won this game or why they won this series, you find yourself keep coming back to those little hustle plays, knocking down big shots, making a deflection, <coughs> getting in a guy's face, making sure he gets in the right spot defensively so he doesn't get his ass beat on a backdoor cut. Little things that I don't think they have done enough of we saw that and then some from Marcus Smart tonight. And I I, I do think that it was, a, it, it was a domino effect. I thought some guys who haven't done a whole lot, frankly, did a little bit more than they normally do. And I think Marcus mm. had a lot to do with that. So the right. challenge for him and the Celtics is to bottle this shit up
1: and keep it moving and spread wow. it
2: out for the rest of the season. They were, This, was this a- is how you win. This is how you win games.
1: Especially out West. This yeah. is such a special defensive performance when you think about some of these plays he makes that, frankly, oh, few guys can make. Like the one a lot save of, that he made under the basket that was, on Anthony Edwards, yeah. no less. Yeah, I mean yeah. he stays with him step for step. Off well, he's balance, I mean again grabs he, that ball. He's the only guy I see do that on a regular basis. And
0: not only that, I mean but, he was he was on Towns at times. You know, again right. this is we always talk about like you know I mean. Look, we, you know, obviously we we drew Marcus's ire for talking about him guarding shiftier guards and this and that, but I mean, we, we're the, we're there to heap praise on him when he goes up against Zion when he goes up against Cat and there's times when he's literally defending the center position out there and he's doing it more effectively than what effectively than guys who are much bigger than him
1: so that you got about be, 2 3 stops on Towns I was being like, yeah, able yeah. to do that yeah. to shutting down
0: Towns when he's when nobody else can is a okay. is a is a thing no guards can do so obviously that's something Marcus does um, that 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 not, not only no one on the roster can do. Nobody in the league can do. Um, so yeah, this was like you said, Sharad.
1: You've we got. We need a, a five-way apology, Cam. Well, I mean, it's
0: not though because we're pretty straight about it. You got good Marcus. You got bad Marcus. When, yeah. ba- when bad Marcus no, one, rears no his, one
4: discredits that, right?
0: Yeah, when bad Marcus rears his head. He does those things that drive you crazy. When he plays like this, you're like, yes, this is exactly why you have this huge faction of Boston fans who are like, you could never, ever, 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 ever trade him because he's the most integral part of the team. And when they talk about him, as the heartbeat in this one, So this was he a classic, classic Marcus
1: piece. I mean, yeah. I said that at the time when we were talking about trading him and Joe Sway was pretty adamant about not moving on from him too. Like yeah. he is their... By far, best defender It plays every position on that end of the floor. So even with your criticism, John, with the shiftier guards and stuff like that, the other stuff outweighs it so much. And I was looking at the numbers; it's a discernible difference. They're about a 104 defensive rating since he came back. They were up to like 113, and during 113, his absence, yeah. the, 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 the old difference old is. Massive before, after, even at the beginning of the year when he was there. Well, it was look, like at 107. You're replace,
0: look at who you replace. Look, and it's also you have to factor in replacement. You know, like what, what the pro. You know, they fall off so much when you have to replace a key player because there's nobody. It's the same thing with Kemba. Kemba's right. imperfect, but we talked about it last game. His value over replacement is so high that they really can't afford to lose him either. How many games in a row did they go and back to backs losing when Kemba was out? So it's not right. just Marcus. Of course, Marcus. They need him for the defense, but they need everybody for something because they just don't have any depth right now. So they miss a, right. they miss a key piece in there, and they lost Rob one game, and we're like, well, they can't win without Rob. We're like, are we? You know, like
4: that's where that's where we are with this team. Right, and that's why again, I think that's why. Um Brad Stevens, you could tell he was so adamant about like, no, I'm not switching this. You guys have to figure this out. If we're gonna go deep into the playoffs, you have to figure out what's wrong against the Timberwolves. Like, you know, as a cohesive team. Yeah, no, really, you're right. You guys yeah. have to figure out what's going on because if not, then forget it. The, the The rest of the postseason is not even gonna happen if you can't figure this out. You guys, the starting five, this this starting lineup. I thought that was a really good call. I really do.
0: Yeah, Um, I mentioned it briefly, but I want to get into it. So, you know, everyone's got their agendas. Bobby can't wait to yank Rob from the starting lineup and put in uh, Tristan um, (laughs) after a couple of uh, performances. And, uh, you know, we've all got our guys, right? So Kemba Walker, I know this seems like I'm setting this up to dog Kemba, um, but I'm not. Uh, He has been shooting not that well lately, but I love the shooter shoot mentality and I love the mm-hmm. fact that he was still taking them late in the game. He made a couple of huge shots late. That being said,
1: he won overtime, really.
0: That be he, he did like and- six points to three quarters. Yeah. That being said, this was a real this game again. You've got Tatum going off and a bunch of things happening, and 25 points from three players on your team, and you got Kemba limping along with six. This was a game where you know my mentions. All of Celtics Twitter early and a lot of this chat was
4: too about down, down, uh, down,
0: down on Kemba. So what do you guys think about his performance of late and then tonight? And again, he was huge in the win. But overall, this is one of those we need more from Kemba sort of games, or at least that's how people are going to look at it.
2: See, here's my thing with, with this game. I, I think the, one of the challenges that Kemba has had since he's been in Boston is that because he's been such an elite scorer for so long, we're... we're, um, we're you know, we're, we're entranced by the idea that if he's not scoring, he's not helping. And yet you look at his numbers. He had nine assists, seven rebounds from your five-foot tennis point guard. That's Russell Westbrook-like numbers when you think about it. And obviously, he's not that guy. Let's not get it twisted, as Russ would tell you. Let's not get it twisted. He's not that guy. But his stats show that he can bring value to the game beyond just being a scorer. I didn't think he shot the ball particularly well, but as John, as you pointed out, he made the shots that they needed when yeah. it mattered most. And so when I look at his whole body of work, by no means was it great. I still hate the idea that teams are figuring out ways to pick on him uh, defensively and making the Celtics pay for that. The Celtics yeah. haven't figured out how to really do a better job of masking him, kind of the way they did uh, Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah, Yeah. But, I, I will say this: Kemba at least figured out ways to help this team be successful when his shot wasn't going down.
4: Yep. Right. That's- no, I think I that think sure- I, I think that those two three pointers go such a long way when we're talking about Kemba Walker because that fourth quarter threat. I mean, we talked about it. Actually, you know what? We did. Well, we did, but it was in the locker room. I remember we talked about it a little bit. Well, I I said how how key that can be in the playoffs to have someone like that in the fourth quarter when you least expect it, because Kemba, even when Kemba was Kemba, you know, uh, you know, fourth quarter assassin, he had so many games where he would go two for 10 for three, the first three quarters, and then go off in that fourth quarter when your team needed it most, you know, for the Charlotte Hornets, he was the top option. He was the guy that had to grind them, his, his team out of, Victories, but on this team, it's different. He's got a couple of really good options in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And that's a great third option to have for Eastern Conference team competing in the playoffs. And, and and someone who's been in the league for you know 10 years now. Again, you don't it's not ideal. You don't want to see him do this all the time. You don't want to shoot, you know, closer to 30% every night and say, oh well, he hit that big three down the stretch. But it's still comforting to see him not uh back down from that moment. I don't care if it's a temple, I don't care what, what what team they're playing against. If it's a three-point game, tie game, or down by three, and you're still confident to take that three pointer. I mean, that's that's a huge key addition to have down the stretch for this Celtics team, especially this team that's so thin, you know, in their second year. I know, but where people are where people are, you know, again, the comments are
0: thirty-seven million dollar role player, you know, you need more from from, from this guy. Uh, I think he's you, a
4: closer. Just, I think a, you, you have strategy. to I,
0: I think everyone has to throw salary out the window because it doesn't change. You have to look at whether Kemba Walker helps you or not because the money isn't – that's the money he makes. Okay, Mm -hmm. Is he worth it? No. Would you sign him to that deal today? Of course not. But you can't bring that up because you don't – he's not going to play like a $37 million a year player. It just isn't going to happen. So you have to
4: determine – is he giving you value or just, not? Uh, I, I, for, for Boston fans, just look at it as when uh, when when the Red Sox went out and, and what was it Keith Falk. Give him all that money. You know they need a closer, right? He's your closer, all right. Kemba's your closer. Just enjoy it. I look. I,
0: I still. I still. <laughs> I still think when Fournier comes back, considering running Kemba with that second unit is not the worst option. That's just me. Uh, we don't. We're
4: Peyton though, I don't know Brad. Brad likes Peyton, but I don't think he's so confident enough because we didn't see Peyton jump off that bench. I don't know. Maybe I'm too looking too. I maybe I'm looking too deep into it, but I just think because Peyton's just not he's strictly a secondary point guard. I it's tough. I mean, unless you're talking yeah. about putting Marcus in there with Fournier, yeah, they're, not no. as, yeah. they're not
1: interchangeable.
0: They're not. But as I said about Kemba, it doesn't matter that he makes money. Just play them in the role that you want to play them in, and whatever that is, is what it is. Like, there's no reason to say 37 million dollar role player. If that's the case, that's the case. Okay, yeah, so be it. This Gordon happens H-
1: all the time in the NBA. Like, you think uh, Gerard? Yeah. You probably get some examples. Like Joe Johnson, once he got that big contract and started to slip a little bit. And there's been a lot of guys who just don't end up deserving that money anymore per se. Well, and right. uh, you know, you got to adjust. And even though you're wildly overpaid for a lesser role, what are you going to do? Keep you, taking 25 shots a night. Well,
2: yeah, but you 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 don't hear anything said when you've got guys who like Donovan Mitchell who burst on the scene and on that rookie scale contract for like you know a couple years who are clearly outperforming their contract, and you don't hear this this outcry of oh my god, he needs to be paid more money. You know that money is going to come at some point. (laughs) To me, deserves more. (laughs) it, It always balances out. Guys who are exceptional players are going to be underpaid at the start of their careers, overpaid at the end. Yeah, at the end of the day, it balances out.
0: It's mm-hmm. nice when they actually make what they deserve, to, and that But it happens.
2: almost never happens. That it almost, almost never, never happens. happens. Well, yeah. you
4: it, it just yeah. drives Celtics fans crazy because it's like, man, Kemba, this guy fell, technically pretty much fell into the Celtics' lap. He's just under 30. He, you know, he had enough experience. He's a perennial all-star. And then it's like, well, <laughs> wait a minute. Now the injuries are starting to stack up. Now you're not seeing them out there. Now the Celtics fans are like, oh, wait, that makes sense. yeah you know wow. he's undersized he's never been right. injured like how could the stuff just go out and do this but like you didn't feel that way two years ago or lied to say is there, like,
0: there's no reason for anybody to keep harping on the deal it yeah. is what it is everybody thought everybody, everybody thought right. it was a good idea then it doesn't seem like it now so at this point how do you get the most out of Kemba? Is he is he is, right. is he is he performing? Is he is he doing a service for you? And you're right. Whether it's closing it's like
4: I, it's like, this he, felt, it's like a, he was always undersized. It didn't just happen. Like, you know, it's not like adding these new things as to why Kemba needs to go. You know what I mean? Or yeah. this was a mistake. It's like, no, it wasn't yeah. a mistake. All
0: right. So I do want to tell people here again, this is the last time I will mention it, but again, as we've been doing, we're gonna head over to locker room shortly. Sharad and I are gonna trickle over and the other guys are gonna come. Um You know, a little while later, they're going to put a bow on this show. We're going to talk about a few more things that we have teed up uh, to talk about on the Celtics postgame overtime show on Locker Room. So if you haven't already. Overtime. Overtime. Overtime.
1: Download it. The after
0: party. The after party. The cool kids go to the after party. Download it on the iOS.
1: If you Uh, can get by Jimmy. (laughs) Get in the door.
0: Yeah. Get in the door. Jimmy's, strict tough. Jimmy's list. tough. Jimmy's we're tough. Very
3: strict. Um,
0: so we are going to head over there in a little bit. We're opening up the room. Someone's going to put the chat, put put it in the chat here so you can see the link. Uh, when you do go there, make sure you follow each and every one of us on Locker Room uh, for, you know, when you're going forward, that's how you're going to be notified when we do go live. Um, so uh, I think the link is live now. So people want to start heading over there. We're, we're going to go in a couple of minutes. Um and so, Sharad, I do want to tell you again, uh, or anybody who goes on there, if you can't hear, don't just leave. You have to shut the app down. Okay? It can be a little wonky at times. If you can't hear it, you have to actually exit it, swipe it off your screen, and reopen the app again. If it do it once or twice, I guarantee it will work. But that's what it is. Don't just leave it. Quit the app altogether. Restart it jump on there and you will be good guys before we leave i just want to kind of go once around the horn anything else we left over from this game and you know what we are going to talk about in locker room and what i'm going to tee up for Sharad here is we've talked a little bit about carl anthony towns his value what type of player he is whether he would fit here whether you would want him here over some other <laughs> over some over some other current Celtics right now, and you you don't have to use too much imagination to figure out who we're talking about. That's something we've discussed. You watch Towns Tonight, we got to see it. We're gonna have that conversation over on locker room, so we are interested in your thoughts. Uh guys, anything else non-towns related? We're saving that for the locker room p- crew.
2: I'm good. Yeah? I'm just I'm I'm just happy they found a way to win this game. I mean, it, yeah. it wasn't pretty, it was a win, but by no means am I, like, ready to, 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 you know, get the duck boats ready and warmed up because uh, they did what they're supposed to do. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do when they hit the road and they play better teams on the road. Can they figure out ways to navigate victories in
1: that setting? That's what
2: I'm looking forward to.
1: Quietest 26 ever tonight from Jalen Brown. And, again, the more you look at those games where he's a sneaky 7 to 10 in that first half and spells – The deficit, they were hanging around like 12-9, to where they should have probably been down 20 for most of that first half. Brown spelled in a quiet, underrated way, and he ended up having a quiet second half deferring to Tatum that ended up working out in their favor. But his first half was quietly important as maybe the biggest reason they didn't just slide completely out of this game, along with Smart's third quarter. Uh, he was awesome tonight in a way he probably won't get enough credit for and he's starting to build i know he said a couple days ago that his knee feels uh, almost completely better he's starting to build a little run here that's similar to his efficiency from early in the season not quite that insane mid-range efficiency that we saw then but he had a couple of nice breakout uh pull up two Pull up three in transition. His transition game at this point, if this team can get moving a little more, that's why I was screaming at early in this game while Minnesota was sprinting up the floor. Celtics still, you know, clog along at that slow pace that doesn't allow them to get the most out of Brown. And when they speed it up, get stops, he's almost unstoppable. And that was huge for them in that second quarter.
3: Yeah, my, my thing Remember that video, like fifteen years ago? Leave Britney alone. That kid screaming in the camera. Leave Britney alone. That's what I'm saying about Kemba Walker to John. Leave Kemba alone. Okay. Leave him alone. This is this
1: is a shout out to you, John. This is this is Leave to you. Leave Kemba John alone. John is. We're almost to the finish line. I think there's 20 games left. <laughs> when those finally conclude, and Kemba's not in an ambulance or piled up on the no, ground, all these predictions. With John's
3: staying. John's not <laughs> no. But every office.
1: other week. Every two weeks, John's like, I have a prediction. I think Kemba's going to be out. I think he's going to take a rest. I think he's going to call it a season. <laughs> here, yeah, here,
3: here, John's like, I'm, I'm I'm, ready for the suspect." Well, this was the plan all along. Kemba's <laughs> out for the next two weeks. He's still waiting for that to happen. I don't think it happens. But listen, I, I didn't get a chance to talk about Kemba. But I will say, I mean, I thought Sherrod nailed it on the head with his stat line. I mean, he's finding ways to do other things. I mean, people are so quick to jump on him because... They say he doesn't get the Jays going or, you know, he's a one-dimensional player. Well, he's doing a bunch of different things. You know, the fact that he could grab seven boards and dish out nine assists on a night where his shot wasn't falling, you know, the way where it typically might, you know, good on him, you know. And, and when there's a player going off tonight, like like Tatum was in the second half, um, you kind of got to step back and let him do his thing a little bit. And that's, like, the mark of a, of a player that understands the situation. You know, if Kemba Walker just... Was out looking to get his, and we're all going to criticize him tonight for, you know, taking shots that you know, t- uh, that Tatum should have been taken or, or whatnot. So, uh, I'm not really worried about Kemba. I, I like what he brings to the team. I love his leadership. I love his personality. I think that he's a guy that can maybe get get the some of the guys out of the doldrums when they're in them sometimes. So, um, you know, yeah. good on him. The other thing I'll say about this game, in the last few games. They won four out of five now. They're beating teams that they're supposed to beat. They might be making it interesting, but you know the only game they've lost to the Sixers, and they lost in a big way. Very interested to see what happens out west yeah. because what I re- the mark of a good team is you know beating other good teams. It's not beating the bad teams. Yeah. The teams that they're gonna they're they're gonna have to beat, not necessarily out west to get to, in the playoffs, but that that level of competitiveness. So that's you know when I'll really start to you know get excited for what we're seeing out
0: there. Before anyone else jumps in, Sherrod, I should let you know you should have a link already. You can walk into that room right now. Just make sure you can hear it. I'm gonna head over there uh, right now uh, and I'm gonna hand it off to the kids. The old guys are gonna go over to to the new technology and we're gonna talk to you guys on Locker Room. That's right, the boomers are heading out. We'll still, get in, we'll still
3: get in the locker room before you guys. By the time you I figure know. out how to get
4: in, <laughs> that's why we got to head start. We've got to. Wait. I can restart kid, it again. I can't hear Sharon. <laughs>
0: I, uh, <laughs> I hate you, Jimmy. I hate you. But I'll ask everybody here go ahead. Uh, go, uh, uh, Not there's everybody. A, Let's have no, a couple but I'm people hanging around. With a, with us. Oh, God, Bobby, oh, where are you going? <laughs> There's a tweet here um, that's sent out on Celtics Twitter. Each of you guys retweeted to your followers so everyone will see it. I'm heading uh, out. Sherrod's heading out. We're going to leave it to the Jimmy, Josue and Bobby show, right. um, and we will see you guys uh, on postgame, of course, on Sunday. But we're heading over to locker room now, so anyone who wants to chat with us, head over. Guys, take it away.
3: Wow. And we lost Bobby?
0: W- what is Bobby doing? We I need even, Bobby.
3: Wait, wait. Now I can't hear Joe Sway because of all this back and forth. Hold on. I gotta reset my.
0: I had no,
4: no, no. Stay, Jimmy,
0: Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, no. Yeah, I me mean, okay, muted. I'm yeah, I me mean, I had Joe Sway of all this muted noise. because because oh. of the noise back there when he wasn't speaking. I'm taking okay. off, guys. We'll there see we you guys. All uh, right, JJB's.
4: Will... JJB's back. Welcome in, guys. Uh, like, <laughs> we're back. Guys we're about back.
3: I <laughs> didn't prepare. I'll be honest. I didn't prepare for this segment that I said we were going to. Oh, oh what the what the, what the fuck, Jimmy? Wow. Whoa. Josue, way, why don't you why don't you tell us what you got going on over there? You're at the game still. What do you it's, see? It's, anything going it's on?
4: JBB. It's unedited, man. You know what they're doing. They're ripping That's up the true. court. You know, it's funny. I swear they used to do this a There's lot. Too many hockey games. When we days. were out there, man. I think I think we used to motivate them, Jimmy. I think us being on the floor like yo. I bet i bet we can ruin Dude. the report we get this done quicker all right
1: bet we oh it was a race against time for sure yeah they so used to we, start ripping the, ripping the court apart
3: so we used to start our show on the opposite end of the court of when the bull gang would take out take down the court for the hockey and so we would, would just watch as the court was disappearing in front of us and it would be yeah it would be a race there you go yeah wow they got it's
4: really bright oh yeah I coming apart, apart quick.
3: quick yeah yeah no they're almost, they're almost
4: at the logo they're at they're, at, they're at the free throw line once
3: we, we've had some we've had some old videos where like they're they're going to buy the camera with like their you know their the court and everything like that yeah
4: you can see the court yeah. disappearing in the background as you're talking yeah i remember yep. those days <laughs> those
3: were the days man i wonder if we'll ever get back on the court again jeez
4: i know man bobby you made your debut i remember it was with me first time you were on yep. the court
1: i remember that game forever too because it was uh it was an early lesson in jason tatum's career where Kelly Olenek honestly took him to school on the defensive end of the floor and scored
3: like 28, which is going to be funny I, to look I back know, on.
4: Backdoor cuts, yeah, mm-hmm. or, or the corner three pointers.
3: Yeah. We getting any uh, any questions in, in the in the chat here before we head Yeah, let's over let's, to let's, let's room? take some questions.
1: I got a, I got an
4: interesting tweet over here. And you, and you guys away. are ready?
3: All oh, right, yeah, we're ready. We're ready because Bobby's right. too picky with the questions.
1: So.
4: It's, from, it's from Mama Tatum. All right, I'll, I'll I'll say this, and then you'll get the question ready. All right, Mama
3: actual, Tatum.
4: Actual Mama Tatum? Actual Mama Tatum. I forgot to mention this earlier. It was about oh, 20 cool. minutes ago. Oh, wow. All right. So this is on Twitter. She goes, we don't want none of that fake love. Keep the same energy y'all had a few days ago. Y'all know who y'all are. Hashtag always his biggest fan, at Jason
3: Tatum. A
1: lot of stuff. A lot of people that, that, asking about what we're gonna that, talk about on locker room. Bobby,
3: Bobby didn't even listen to you. Bobby, no, didn't I heard.
1: You... I'm just doing <laughs> listen, my job over what here. What I say
3: to that is, you know, he's trying to fish that. No, mom, he's too busy trying mom, to fish out
4: a fish out a good question because you mom's gonna always
3: have mom's gonna always have her, her son's back. So you know, I'm not, I I have no no problems with with what she said. You know,
4: I don't have any problem with it. But, but I, were there people probably, out there really trying to trade Jason Tatum though? I
3: don't know. Does probably tell you maybe what what Tatum thinks too though Maybe you get a little peek inside of Tatum's mind when you hear his mom, when you hear his mom talk. That's, that's a fan base is
1: something else. Every right. question: Should we trade Brown? Should we trade Kemba? Bobby put hey, no one why, up. That's why no Mama up. Tatum said what she said. You
4: see, you see
3: what you guys are doing to Mama Tatum. Who's trying all to right. trade? No one. No one's. I mean, all right, fine. Gary Tangway might be trying to trade Tatum, but other than that, I don't know anyone else. <laughs> no, Bobby saying. Marks.
1: Oh, Marks real low on I'd rather trade Tatum than Brown, which I guess there might be a point if you have to trade one of them. But uh, if you have to, though, I don't. I, I still. Don't I don't think that. you have to under any oh. circumstance, and we'll get to that in the locker room. Whatever, I'll throw this up now, and we'll just. We said it. this real quick. So to for the Android owners out
4: there. Yeah. For so we're yeah. we're gonna
1: talk about this on locker room, and Jimmy has teased this quite a bit. Like the. Sharad's the one who teased it first. Well, he he threw it out there <laughs> as a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> And and you know you can kind of read between the lines there because he said Beal's perfectly happy in Washington, but I think a marquee player is going to come up this summer, which which is interesting because he got his guy there in Russell, but things just have not worked out there in Minnesota. Uh, so if Cap becomes available, it'll be enticing. We look at his last twelve games. I I didn't loop in tonight, but he was averaging thirty points, twelve point four rebounds, four point eight assists shooting like 43% from three. It's just Mm. absurd what this guy can do on the offensive end of the floor. And it's not even just posting up every time. You see the high screen action, high post action that he delivers out there. It's just unmatched for a center in the NBA to have the offensive arsenal that he does. But I look at the defense. You're going to be on the court giving up 146 in a game. And they've done this a couple of times this week now. They're like 27th in defense, and he's been there most of this year. He's just not the kind of defensive anchor you want at the center position if you're going to be playing your center 44 minutes. And I don't think the Celtics value that all that much, do they? Well,
4: no. I so feel sorry. like I feel like the Celtics was trying to out—they're they're out there to go grab that next Al Horford. I, I believe that. That's why I can
1: sort of I, well, I Horford the, was and, a real deal defender.
4: Yeah, that's true. I, I just meant more on the offensive side of things, but yeah. I just. I, yeah, I just you'd don't know. you'd love to
1: have them. It's would you give up Brown? Exactly. I, I don't know if the sellers are willing to do that, especially yeah, right now. Tough. Or you know.
3: I, I think you gotta. Right now, the answer is probably no. I think you know when when trade talks like that start to come up, usually there's something wrong with your team. You're not looking to blow up. A successful Celtics team but if they struggle to end the year if they're one if they're out in the first round and there looks like there's a disconnect that's when these rumors start to creep in whether you like to hear them or not and and they might just be that they might just be rumors or like oh well he's available uh, maybe a whole fit you know you don't hear that when things are going great that's why this trade deadline was so you know aggressive in like the rumors and, you know, maybe this player's available, maybe this player's on the block, or, you know, Danny's on the phone with this team. Like, that happens to teams that aren't playing well, and and that might be the case to Sadie's too. If, if Cat becomes available, I guarantee you Danny Ainge will pick up the phone, not because he's trying to actively trade Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, but it's his job. It's his job to, to see what the asking price is and what's out there and what's going on. And if there's a fit, if there's a, you know, he thinks is a, is a good fit or a, a good ask price for it, you may consider. It. I mean, you can't deny Cat's talent. I think what a lot of people deny is his maybe. Bobby, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a lot of people out there that maybe the it, it's a is it a maturity thing or is it a his just makeup? A, yeah, yeah,
4: no, yeah, Some people some people call them out model that. It's yeah, not, so he's maybe not, that's not in the gym as much and all that. Yeah, yeah, so
3: maybe that's somebody the type of player that you wouldn't want to come to here. You know, to <laughs> to you know sort of right write the ship here. I don't know if that's the type of player that. Would be able to do that, or maybe he just needs a change of scenery because so many players have, you know, no, he on, does for gone sure. Gone on to other organizations and they've thrived there. So yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, it's got to be very tough for him going through. Off- I'm just talking about on the court. Off the court is a completely different story. We know how difficult the last year of his life has been, but on the court, just to you know struggle the way the team has struggled over the last few seasons, you know, I'm sure he's looking to you know bring the Timberwolves to. You know the playoffs and and going or running it just it doesn't seem like that's happening but anyways we're going to talk about that locker room if you guys B-O aren't there. over there get on over there because i know yes. that john and sherrard are are holding it down at least trying to,
4: yo know, i'm gonna i'm gonna do this on. i'm gonna pack up i'm gonna pack up my stuff here and and I'm, I'm gonna kick it for the for
1: the uber ride right i mean
3: all right get you guys, the uber you guys driver
4: you guys already Let's know do the Brockton it. vibes, so it's a, it's a long ride, right guys? You know, it's a long ride to Brockton. You guys, Brockton.
1: <laughs> you guys so. just weren't bringing it with the questions here. So I'm I'm challenging you to bring even better ones <laughs> over to hey, locker room hey, because it's you just go. you're just not cutting it on that. Maybe all the good ones went over to the locker room and we're they missing could be, out. But right you now. Know what? The good thing about so,
3: locker room they, they, they can call you out on, on locker room too. They you know. Get on, right. you know they can get they can get the microphone and call you out on on stuff too, boss. So, so download that app. It'll take for it take two
1: seconds. You throw in an email. You throw in a password, and you're done. Yeah, if other you know, enjoyed, about for, locker
3: yeah. room. There's a there's a lot of other like celebrities and and you know organizations jumping on. I mean, I I jumped on yesterday just to see what's going on. Tackle fall was was on locker room, not in our not in yes. our locker. Room. Yeah, we got, got to it. figure out why he wasn't in our We
1: he was we had the most locker room. We had the most popular locker room debut in history. Back and we can't get taco on i mean right. come on I saw taco we, we gotta, on. We I gotta saw, start working on that I saw yeah, that's bill a really simmons.
3: good point <laughs> great bill take. simmons yeah. was was on locker room yesterday too so people are starting to jump on there yeah we,
1: so. we had more than bill by the way we did <laughs> we almost more twice bill, as much they
3: were counting but we did no big deal if we, if we all y'all android
4: peoples we'll,
3: we'll point have is, a
1: good have a good
4: saturday we'll see y'all sunday it's a amazing well, no, i'll say this for the
1: android people we have two streams, Garden Report stream on pod, anywhere you get your podcast, that'll be this show from here on out. We also have a Celtics post-game show stream. That's going to be our locker room conversation from here on out. So if you're an Android, they're figuring it out quickly, apparently, they're going to get an app over there real soon. But for now, if you want to listen next day, and it's pretty late when we go into the locker room anyway, i uh, you you'll get the entire stream, all the audio on the Celtics post game show feed. Just Google that. With the top result, if you search Celtics post game show. So go subscribe to that feed. It's different now. We used to put the same thing on both. Now it's this on Garden Report and the other one on Celtics Post Game.
3: Okay, okay. I don't know what any of that means, but I like it. I like it a lot. Well,
1: Bobby looking out for everyone. That's what's up. All, all
4: right.
1: right. So let's do we're it. We're gonna
3: head over to the locker room. Join us over there. We all tweeted out the link. Um, if you need it. Um, it's on our Twitter accounts, Jimmy underscore Toscano. What are you guys' Twitters?
1: Real Bob Manning and at, at Joe underscore Sway. All right. All right. There you go. We're heading we'll over see there. See you over here and on Sunday.
3: pop in. Who call the hell knows? Sway,
4: All right.
1: Three o'clock Sunday post game. And we're on after that game. All right. Later.